Yeah, cool. All right. Uh, this is episode 16. Last week was 15. That makes sense. This is my lucky number, kind of. Perfect way to start an episode, Cassie. How are you? Hi, I'm good. I'm sick. I'm, I'm sounding very... So apologies for the sexy husk on my voice. Um, let's talk some music. All right. Cool. So the song, if you listened in the Spotify playlist that has the songs in it, the last one you would have just heard is Pomplamoose, How It Ends. And that's the song that you brought in last week. What did you think about it? I really liked it. I yeah. really liked it. Um, you did refer to the sweet use of the F word. Yeah. And that makes so much sense. Like, yes, I love a good F. And that was so, uh, I want to say polite, but it's not. Like, you can't be polite with how you say F in a song. But it was sweet and polite and just worked in really well. Does that it was make just, sense? It was legitimate. It was perfectly yeah. the best way to describe the emotion. It was because it's a, a sudden realization and you're like, oh. That's, a, that's the word for it then. Maybe it's not polite. Maybe I'm looking for like perfect. I don't yeah. know. Real. Honest. It's great. Yep. I loved it. And although I was confused with your description, it's so sweet and poppy. And I'm so curious to listen to their other stuff because you said they released a song like a week. Yeah. They have monthly recording sessions where mm-hmm. they record four songs. Wow. And basically just every week, boom, 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 there's always something. I am so excited to hear more from Pomplamoose because that was so great. Excellent. I just think hearing the name is fun too. It sounds good. Like <laughs> I, f- I feel good when I say it. I'm like Pomplamoose. Like I kind of... It's the new Huberstank. Oh no, it's not the new Huberstank. <laughs> Don't you dare do that to Pomplamoose. Um, it's so great. Thank you so much for bringing that one in. And let's thank our special guest from last week, Tom Martin, who brought in some fan- Sam Fender. Sam Fender, um, old mate, who's now had his name mentioned in... Nearly 20%. No, right? It's like boom, boom, boom. Um, but Hold Out, which as um, Tom did say that it was kind of like a new single that wasn't meant to be a single, but kind of was a single because the fans wanted it to be a single and it is a single. There we go. I feel like I just was Katy Perry in that just because it's over doesn't really mean it's over because I had so many words then. Great. Cool. Just, just keep what did you think? the words. <laughs> what go did you it. think of Hold Out? We don't need to spend that much time on... On this guy, because you can go and listen to the previous episodes, but it's it's just it's right in that ballpark again. The once not just the saxophone, but there's a wider brass section of um, that just really kick the songs into another gear. He knows how to find an emotion and then raise it and then raise it, and it's just it's nice. Yeah, Sam Fender's kind of like a party drug. Like you know, you I don't know. I'm speaking of what I hear, but it's like kind of gets you in. And you're having a good time and then all of a sudden you're having a great time and you yeah. don't even realize then the song's finished and you've just had a really good time. Yeah. That's great. Um, I brought in Dedeidre's new song, Raw Stuff, that he played as part of the Eurovision Australian There thing. is no way. If there was a market on which one of us would mention Eurovision first, <laughs> I'd be, I would have been a dollar two and you'd have been 30 bucks. And for you to bring up Eurovision before I did is insane. It's brilliant. And that song, well, yeah, it didn't. Right in the top few in the Australian results for um, Australia Decides for, no, on Eurovision on SBS. But um, that's the most similar to the song that actually won Eurovision last year. Mm-hmm. So that was strange how that worked. It's beautiful and powerful and written about confronting emotions when you, when you miss Christmas with your family, which it's me right in the feels. I've missed a lot. And it, it he tapped into that beautifully in the the power in his voice and that image of him playing it alone at the piano, it's literally raw stuff. It's so raw. And I, 
I kind of knew that you would like that. And not that I brought it in for you specifically because I am still like, I'm singing that song in my head right now and I'm just like, oh God, it's good. But I just, I was like, I know that, I know that this is a win for you. I know that you're going to yeah. like it. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, that's, that's how I feel about my song this week. Okay. Okay. I've never been more certain that you will enjoy a song. So that makes me scared. I'm, I'm yeah, on edge. So maybe, I'm on edge. Maybe you pressure. won't like it. Yeah. Maybe I won't like it. Maybe you don't know me as well as you think you do, or maybe... It's like, I'm not going to like it because you think I'm going to like it. Yeah. No, okay. I think there's there's risk of me being as bold in my opinion as that. But no, um, this song, it's got, it's got glam rock yes. drum beat and acoustic guitar. And I feel like it, once the idea for the song was made, it was written and done in 10 minutes as some just magical pop songs go. And I think you'll connect with the brainwave. It's by UK group Buzzard, Buzzard, Buzzard. Oh. And are you ready for some blasphemy? Yes, please. John Lennon is my Jesus Christ. Ooh. Have you heard, are you familiar with this song at all? You are speaking a different language. I have no idea of any of this. Buzzard, buzzard, buzzard. John Lennon is my Jesus Christ. He also goes on to mention Mark Bolan and David Bowie. <gasps> and it's over in just a tick over two minutes. And whichever venue you're DJing in in the next few weeks, I think you'll play at at every single one. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, you've just sold me. Right. Good. That's my birthday present. I'm excited. And if I don't like it... I'm sorry. I don't know what. No returns. No (laughs) refunds on this gift. Okay. I didn't keep the receipt. I'm excited and nervous because there's so much pressure. I love Mark Boland. Um, And anything with Mark Boland. Yep. Great. I need this. I'm not even finishing my sentences because I just want to go and listen to the song right now. But we can't because I need to bring in a song. Yeah. Right. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I've had so many B-listers for so long. We talk about our B-list and I, I Which think- Which song are we going to pick? Which song are we going to pick? I can't decide. And I said yesterday, I was like, I think it's just going to be based on my mood. I think I've got to do it. I've got to, I've got to bring it in. Um, the song that's been on my B-list for most of the year, and it's a song that was, you know, this old Spotify new releases. This is the new music of the week. And I was playing that playlist and it came on. I wasn't even looking, so I had no idea who it was. And I was like, this is cool. I did hear about this coming out and I kind of forgot when I pressed play on the playlist. And then I heard the iconic vocals of my favorite, Iggy Pop. And I was like, this is that song. And it's so much cooler than what I expected. Now, the song I'm bringing in is Cage the Elephant featuring Iggy Pop. The single is called Broken Boy. And it's one of those bands that, Cage the Elephant, I just, I like them, but only when I hear them in a playlist, you know, like it's, they'll come on shuffle or I'll be whatever. I'm like, oh, who's this? And I get out my phone and have a look at it's Cage the Elephant every freaking time. But I go listen to their records and I I don't get it, you know, I don't dig it, but I should dig it. And this I dig. Um, Iggy Pop is one of those guys that can do no wrong in my eyes. Even his last record that's got some odd tracks on it. I still love it. Like I'm full blown obsessed And the way that they've worked with him, I don't know how they've done it, but his vocals just work really well in this track. Um, They've got this real, his deep vocals just kind of work in that bridge really well and harmonize in the chorus. And I think that you've got to be at a certain level to be able to do that with Iggy Pop or be able to use Iggy Pop's vocals on your track. And although Iggy's not, he's not picky, like he works with a lot of different artists. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I just think that this is kind of, a very different step for Cage the Elephant and takes them away from that indie rock 
kind of world and more into like a strokes rock and roll world. Does that okay. make sense? Yep. I'm using my hands a lot. So for you that are listening, you can't actually see it, but I'm picking them up and moving them from whatever, wherever <laughs> they are. And I'm moving them straight into New York. That's this elephant is in a cage and it's in New York City. Good times. Does that, does that make sense? Sure. Great. It'll make cool. more sense once we hit play on this thing. Excellent. Should we do it right now? Let's do it. So this is going to be, well, this is Cage the Elephant with Iggy Pop, Broken Boy on Dug by Us. <laughs> 